0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master new skill. I said to this woman, I'm like, do you have a squirrel problem? I'm like, what's with the squirrels? And she's like,
2: I used to have a pet squirrel and the squirrel died. And I'm and I'm like, well, your mother's showing me that she has the squirrel with her. She goes, yeah, because they're cremated and we have them together. I mean, who has a pet squirrel? (laughs) And who has it on the mantelpiece next to their cremated mother? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now she got a roommate. She didn't ask
0: for
3: (laughs) On this episode of the Commercial Break. He literally tells us when we can contact her. In the agreement, this says 9 to 5, Monday through Thursday. Those aren't bankers hours. What are we doing? <laughs> I got shit to say. You don't think I want to talk to people? I've been dead. I'm dead. I cannot communicate unless I use this dumb bitch. It sucks. <laughs> Mr. Spirit, Out. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now.
0: Oh, yeah, cats and kittens. Welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and best friend. Happy Best Friend Day to Kristen Joy Hobley. Best to you. Uh,
4: Brian, best to you, Brian. best to you. Happy Best Friends Day. Well,
0: thank you. I couldn't I couldn't imagine doing this with anyone else. No. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Uh, yeah, happy Best Friends Day. I know. I know. It's like, you know, it's hard to describe what exactly this podcast is because I'm not sure we even know.
4: (laughs) We don't. We're making it up as we go.
0: Yeah, we're making it up as we go. And as we mentioned on the last episode, even like at the very top of this podcast game, there's a lot of people who just like, they just cut and run. Yeah. Because they, they don't know where they're going with it. Like, it's like, okay, well, I said what I needed to say or I laughed at the jokes I thought I had. And now it's kind of over. There is, pod fade is real and lots of podcasts fade. (laughs) However, Chrissy and I are in constant pursuit of the next download. So we just decide to turn the microphones down and see what happens. Yeah. And I only think that, that kind of, Uh, that kind of longevity, 370 plus episodes in. I don't think this kind of longevity could happen between two best friends. I agree. Because what else would we have to fucking talk about if we didn't know each other? Uh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we only know each other from the studio, we would. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe it would be like a, I don't know, like a good reality show, a friendship (laughs) being born. But we just We'd rehash the all the drama. old times. Yeah. <laughs> We'd start some drama. That's
4: right. There'd be a scandal of some sort.
0: Oh scandal. Speaking of scandal, Tom Sandival is uh <laughs> Sandy. Yeah, I don't know why everybody's making such a big deal about this he cheated okay yeah all right it happens all the time it's not there's nothing new under the sun
4: I know I think people were so invested in the relationship I guess when you put it out there if it was even real to begin with I don't know I don't know either. I don't know what's real and what is not
0: but the two girls were roommates apparently they lived in the same house they worked in the same building they were he the, Tom Sandyval and this other girl was <laughs> cheat you know behind this girl Rachel's back for the whole time I don't know much about it because I've never seen an episode of the show I'm only now watching Tom Sandyval do cover <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Tunes with Tom Sandoval and the Dastardly Duo or whatever they fucking call it What is it called? The
4: Dastardly Duo Tom
0: Sandoval and the Incredibles or whatever Remember we listened to a song he did? yeah, Yeah, Yeah and
4: it wasn't bad
0: it was it's, good. Right. It was actually good. I actually thought it was good. Now, I think it was total lip syncing on his behalf. I think they were running a track behind him. But okay, it, I I imagine it was still his voice. Mm-hmm. He sounded good. Yeah. And then I've watched a couple of other videos, and you know, the band's not bad. And apparently they're doing Tom Sandival's band is now on some <laughs> tour, like an actual tour, where they go to different states and they sell out different places. Not like my friend on Facebook, who goes to the <laughs> same bar two weeks in a row and calls it his summer tour. <laughs>
4: It's not He's your like summer in the corner tour, of the Mexican restaurant.
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> you're showing up twice at an open mic. That's what's really going on. You're calling it your summer tour. One like on Facebook, and it's him liking it. And I'm like, poor guy. Oh, wow. I know, but I'm rooting for him. Yeah. I am. Not going to show gonna, up to any of those I was shows. Gonna say,
4: Are you going go to No, show like
0: <laughs> I said before, we put on that Patreon. I didn't see anyone showing up. I'm not going to go to Charleston, South Carolina, to see somebody on an open <laughs> mic night. I've done that. I've been to open mic nights. That's my, that was my teenage years in my 20s Yeah, when you could go to an open mic night and just drink yourself silly and whatever came out of the guitar and the voice sounded good because of how hammered you were. Now I'm old enough to know better that open mics, yeah, there are diamonds in the rough and that's where a lot of people start. But then there's a lot of noise you got to get through to get to one of those gems. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. No. Back to Vanderpump though. So I went on this girls' trip this past weekend. Ugh, and, Vanderpump. Well, and there's a couple of girls that are involved that that really do like that show. And They're they into were, it, huh? They were trying to get me to watch a couple of them, and I was like, I can't because I know myself. If I start it, I'm going to be sucked in.
0: You're going to go down the rea- I mean, reality I'm, hole. I'm,
4: I'm, exactly. I'm going to hold up in, yeah. the, in the bedroom. Jeff's going to say, Are you getting out of bed?
0: <laughs> and I'll be like, Just
4: one more Vanderpump rule. Well, if, after this one, after this one, I'll shower.
0: What I wouldn't give to have a camera in your house and just watch <laughs> you and Jeff interacting on a daily basis. It's endlessly fascinating to me what's going on over there at that house. <laughs> I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> he like, basically works. Yeah,
4: and then I watch my shows.
0: So you're in the bedroom <laughs> and he's in the living room. Is that how it goes, or he's in the little, little in office. office area? Yeah, yeah, And you're in the li- in the bedroom just watching terrible reality television show.
4: Yeah, doing my workout. Yeah,
0: he's my he's time. growing resentful uh, as you're.
4: <laughs> oh, it, he's so supportive. Yeah, I told him last night. I was like, "You're so supportive. I don't know that I would be that
0: supportive." Yeah, thank you for being supportive in <laughs> this job that I keep going to where no money shows back up. <laughs> He says he
4: just wants me to be happy.
0: Yeah. Well, good. Good for him. I feel bad for my wife because she's got to explain to people what I do. (laughs) I'm sure Astrid, when I'm around, Astrid always seems very proud of what's going on. She's always like, oh, he's he's shy, but he has this episode, you know, he has this podcast called The Commercial Break. And I just don't want to say anything to people because I want to save everybody the embarrassment (laughs) of listening to The Commercial Break and going, what a potty (laughs) mouth asshole idiot that guy is. You know, what a jerk off he comes across as. (laughs) He's so nice in person, and then you listen to the commercial break and all he's doing is just bitching and railing on everybody else. So I don't get into it because I want people to like me. So I'm like, I don't want to tell you what I do. Yeah. But I'm learning. I'm learning to just, you know, say it out loud and
4: I usually just just say, Hey, give me your phone. I'll download it for you and you know, it's not for everyone. Yeah. Listen at your leisure.
0: Do you mind if I download (laughs) all 356 episodes so to your phone because we can make money on that and then You're you can me. delete them later yes yeah. <laughs> but i o- i always figure that astrid has like this like this sl- when i'm not around astrid yeah. is always doing a dance also she's like oh yeah my husband's in the me- digital media industry right. <laughs> oh what does he do digital media business <laughs> business he's a business person <laughs> I'm a business person, <laughs> Brian Green. Business person, nice to meet you. <laughs>
4: we need cards made up.
0: We do need cards made up. Put that on the. Put that in the book. I'll put that in the notebook. <laughs> oh my god, that notebook is full it's of trash. Full. Yeah, it's full.
4: No, okay, it's, but it's full of
0: shit. It's shit that we're never gonna do. <laughs> Uh, We can
4: always go back to it. Yeah, we
0: can always go back to it. We always say that. We never do. One of these days, we're going to actually spend time on this show (laughs) besides this 45 minutes worth of interaction that we do here. (laughs) I am watching the most fascinating TikToks uh, I think I've I've ever seen, and it's just beyond me. You know, we... Here at the show, we have always had great fun with people's sexual proclivities. And we've always said... If you're into something, somebody else is into it. Oh yeah! No matter what it is, as long as it's legal,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I'll say that. And we support, and and we f- and we strongly support your right to love anybody at any time, anywhere, how and where you want to, mm-hmm. right? However that looks. Not as, next to
4: me in the booth, though. With yeah. Sushi last no. night. No.
0: <laughs> oh, was someone having sex in the booth? <laughs>
4: they were getting close.
0: Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, is it like I that time? Like, I, come on. Like the time I went to the restaurant I, and up. <laughs> And uh, the guy, who's that guy? Uh, Vince McMahon showed up with a twenty-year-old <laughs> prostitute. Yes. Remember, I told yes, you that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't really Vince McMahon. Don't get your lawsuits out, Vince. Settle down.
4: It was a Vince McMahon look-alike. look-alike. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so on TikTok, there is the strangest—I don't even know what to call it. I don't know if this is sexual proclivity or or just something people are into, or I don't know what's going on. Hot girls taking baths in tubs full of milk and cereal, (laughs) nude, and then capturing the milk in the cereal, putting it in a mason jar and selling it to people. Oh my
4: God, Brian, this is your dream. You love that cereal. I
0: love cereal. If if they would do it with cream, Cream. I'd buy all of it. Yeah. (laughs) Who doesn't want a little pubic hair in their cereal and cream? That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Little KY jelly makes that stuff taste all the much better. These girls are swimming in this this milk and cereal like Fruit Loops and then they're captured and then they're literally scooping it up with a mason jar, putting a cap on it, signing it, sending it off to whomever was willing to buy it. And then there are people who are making TikToks out of them drinking oh. the milk and cereal and how excited they're getting. Mainly guys who are probably disturbed yeah. in some way, <laughs> shape or form. Either they're disturbed or they see this as the joke that it is, and they're just trying to ride on the high. I get that part. But there's a few guys that I saw. I think they're a little bit too into this. Now, whatever you're into, dude. How do you
4: even transport the milk? Doesn't it go bad, like going through the mail?
0: I... It's not even
4: allowed. That's that why I'm a, sent through the mail.
0: I'm a little sus about all this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean I'm sure there is a delivery service somewhere. DHL. DHL seems to carry all the <laughs> drugs and <laughs> narcotics for everybody, don't they? <laughs> Didn't they go out of business and now they just <laughs> ship large packages I of
4: think they are the drug carriers.
0: gummies and weed everywhere? <laughs> painkillers from Canada or whatever's going on, whatever the kids are into these days. <laughs> Fentanyl from the cartels. So, I'm kidding. I don't know anything about it. we got to be careful now because, you know, if everybody wants to send you a cease and desist letter. Uh, but I don't think DHL is advertising on the commercial break anytime soon anyway, so, no. like, I give a shit. But I know when I was getting my drugs through the mail, it came through it came DHL. Through DHL. That's, what, that's what happens. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't know if this is real or it's fake. It's hard to tell sometimes if, you know, people are collaborating on these things. But I just find it to be the weirdest, (laughs) weirdest. Uh, what, What sexual pleasure could you possibly get out of drinking rotten milk and soft cereal that's been sitting in a mason jar for days that somebody put their body in? How do you know where that body's been? How do you know what's coming out of that body or into that body or whatever's going on? What in the world... Could possibly be good. How could you make the cereal taste better by putting it in a bathtub? How could you possibly do that? I get nervous when I see a, like a fingerprint on a glass. You know, I'm yeah. like, give me a new glass. I don't know why you would want to drink out of there, and then to put your face publicly on TikTok showing you drinking that milk. It's just like I, I would be more. In, I would be more inclined to tell you that I am the host of the commercial break than to tell you that I am drinking milk and cereal from some young lady's bathtub. That's all I gotta say. Uh, now, I will say, and let's face it, milk is delicious. I think it's it
4: delicious. It is. I do like a good glass of cold milk.
0: I do. I don't drink a lot, and mm-hmm. I've just cut out the cream. No more cream for yeah. Brian. But I, but I do like it every once in a blue moon, especially like something sweet mm-hmm. or chocolatey, right? But milk after a hot minute starts to smell like the underside of my nuts it's really <laughs> a bad smell and you know because everyone here has either tasted or smelled bad dairy it just goes bad it smells bad and so for me i don't think there would be i don't think i would derive any pleasure whatsoever out of put filling a bathtub up with milk and letting it sit there for an hour while someone took a bath but i will say this one but if, let's say, I don't know, Emily Ratajowski <laughs> wanted to take a bath in milk, let's just say that the world was, a, we were in a totally alternate universe. Brian was single. He met Emily Rataj- I looked like Pete Davidson and had the same sense of humor. I met Emily Radajowski and we were sleeping together and she said, you know what really turns me on? I want to get into a hot tub of milk and you throw some cereal on me and then we'll do whatever. <laughs> I would that then, then, and only then it. would I consider it. Mm-hmm. but I still would need it. I still wouldn't drink yeah. it. Yeah.
4: each to their own. I mean, people have a lot of different things that they like that turns them on feet. I know uh, farts in a jar.
0: Farts in a Jar was... That was
4: pretty wild. That was wild.
0: straight up original. I got to give that girl one thing. That was straight up original, and and you can draw a direct line from farts in a jar to rotten milk and cereal in a jar. You can definitely draw a direct line to that. She was a... That's a trend-setting girl right there. She's a right pioneer. There. She's a pioneer. Now, you haven't heard a damn word from her since last year when she was, I don't know if successfully or unsuccessfully selling Farts in a Jar, <laughs> but my, that's like I have another question just a woman question in general. Like isn't that a? it's a pretty complicated piece of machinery you got down there. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. you got to get it oil changes and lubes and take it in every 3000 miles and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So is putting milk up there really the best idea? Do you think? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think that I don't think your uterus was built for Milk in a jar. There's
4: good bacteria and bad bacteria, and yeah, that might throw things off.
0: Yeah, I think that's just a case of salmonella waiting to happen. (laughs) And as a guy who's had a couple cases of salmonella, I'm telling you right now, that's no joyride. However, it is a great diet if you're looking to lose thirty pounds real quick. Get salmonella. You may die, but the good news is you're going to look really good on your uh, at your wake. Yeah,
4: I bet that guy that was eating the raw chicken wings got salmonella
0: unbelievable they're still looking for that guy I just read an article <laughs> that people are concerned looking. about him yeah they were like <laughs> concerned about him we said we had a story a number of episodes ago i found a story uh where a mall had captured a video of a guy going down an escalator he had just bought chicken he opened the package raw chicken he had opened the package and was eating the raw chicken while ah, he was going ah. while he was walking through the mall i know how fucked up is that and he was fucked up. People were actually concerned for the guy. They were trying to find him. It's like if anybody knows this guy, <laughs> let us know. I think a doctor wanted to smack his head, <laughs> just yeah. be like, "Hey, dude, did you go to like third grade science? <laughs> you shouldn't be eating raw fucking chicken."
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I think I got my salmonella from raw pork. I think that's uh, how. I, I think that's how I got ugh. it. Yeah. Like pork loin, it's not meant to be raw. No. You're supposed to cook it all the way through. A good pork chop at a fine dining restaurant. True. Medium. Yep. Right? It should mm-hmm. be pink and warm all the way through. And in that situation, you could probably get away with it. Mm-hmm. Still would prefer that it be all the way cooked through, but I have had a few pork chops that have a little bit of pink in them. But I paid a lot of money for it. And because I paid a lot of money for it, I knew I could sue the restaurant if I got sick. That's correct. However, I ate the pork at a family dinner and it, <laughs> it just frowned upon in general. That, Didn't
4: it create a whole wave of sickness in this household?
0: The salmonella is not contagious, so it didn't, it didn't have not Yeah, but a,
4: everybody ate it, didn't they?
0: Yeah, but not everybody got sick. Okay. Because most people were smart enough to stay away from the <laughs> red pork, but Brian went right for it. I was just sopping it up. I was like... And, and by the way, I, I didn't really like it all that much, but I was really hungry. So I just took... It was like one of those you know, huge loins mm. or pieces of pork, put in the oven cooked for 38 hours taken out but it was so big it was so hard to get it all the way cooked through so as we started pulling the pork off i was just grabbing whatever i <laughs> whatever i could and it wasn't and astrid even said something to me like in that moment she goes is that and she like leaned over and she's like is that a little pink but you got to <laughs> understand astrid the one true picadillo about astrid that I am totally against is that Astrid likes everything extraordinarily well done.
4: Oh, yeah. My her, family was like that.
0: Her meat cannot have one mm-hmm. bit of color in it. Yep. If it is, she wants to send it back. So she just tells the waiter right out. front, and because she's not the type of person to bitch and complain, she just tells the waiter right up front, kill it. Like, just yeah. kill it. If it's hard and black, I don't care. <laughs> right. That's the way I like it. <laughs> yes. And so, anytime Astrid sees pink in any meat, she gets a little skeeved out. Mm-hmm. So, but she did warn me. She was like, hey, I think that looks a little pink without trying to alert everybody else at the table.
4: <laughs> Is this cooked all yeah. the way through? Yeah. <laughs> Are you <sure>? Hey,
0: Dad, <laughs> you trying to kill me? <laughs> she didn't want to ruin Thanksgiving dinner by saying right. it out loud. <laughs> No one else got as sick as I did, but I was sick for three weeks I was sick. That was crazy. I didn't have an appetite. Everything went through me. I lost a, bu- a bunch of weight. I gained it right back after I got the <laughs> salmonella, but, um, but because my, my appetite came roaring back when I got better. But I was on a bunch of medications. I went to the doctor in the I hospital a that. couple of times. Yeah, I had to get fluids. It was a whole fucking nightmare. God getting old socks i'm sure i had salmonella in my 20s too but i just did a couple rails and i never ate anyway so i just did a couple rails and a bud light and if that i had the sh- yeah if i had the shits i just figured it came from the cheap cocaine right. you know what i'm saying exactly yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> from that laxative that, that was laxative
0: favorite cut for a cocaine of uh-huh. the drug dealers is laxative yeah. baby fucking laxative so that's why you're always gag. That, that gag reflex comes from your stomach going instantaneously. Like, the <laughs> fuck are you doing to me? <laughs> Gasoline, methane, coca plant, and baby laxative down your sinus cavity. Yeah. Please stop it. Yeah, let's get some. Yeah. Friday night's coming up. I know it. At least I was never blowing coke up my asshole. No. Like some people do. Right. That's a delivery method of, of choice for some people. I,
4: I, I've never been around anyone that's done that. I know Stevie Nicks is rumored to have done that. Yeah. But you're last Well, she last, said
0: she said she did it. You're yeah, she at last resort. A, that's a total that last point. resort. Well, she had totally ripped her not yeah, her, her. can't
4: even get it up. Her there.
0: septum was completely gone. She literally mm-hmm. just has a big like hole in her nose. It's yeah. like a it's like uh nostrils, but there's no separator there. Right. So you if you even if you look at her, you can kind of tell that there's something funky going on with that nose up there. But she has good doctors, I would imagine. Yeah. She is Stevie Nicks is such a bad fucking ass
4: she is i love her so much
0: yeah and just she a, just had her 75th birthday oh she did mm-hmm. aren't they going out and tour again too didn't christine mcvee just die she died she like a year ago didn't yeah, she she did yeah mm-hmm. what a shame what a great great oh, band what yeah. a great I mean, band.
4: incredible and i've read all these different autobiographies from different members of the band and it's so fun to just relive Compare it through, their, and eyes, and yeah, yeah, through yeah. their eyes and like piece it together of the, they said yeah. this and we said this and where they came from it's just a, it's a fantastic story.
0: The sixties, seventies, and eighties rock stars mm-hmm. just did it different. They just did it different.
4: Yeah, you mean they didn't just get instantly famous on well YouTube? I'm, I'm not and... sure.
0: Yeah, no, not on, not on YouTube. But th- there were the powers that be that guided the hand. Like I don't think Fleetwood Mac or Led Zeppelin or any of those bands got famous without influencers at the highest level sure, choosing them to be famous. Right? But it was
4: because they were just inherently really good. Yeah, they were really good. <laughs>
0: yeah. But you know, there's really good musicians all around the world right now. Yes, I, There's some musicians like, there's some people that I know that are so fucking talented but they're in their 40s and they're still waiting for their big break. Like the guy going on tour right, in, Charleston. I was say in yeah. Charleston. He's really good. He's actually very talented. Is it my favorite type of music? No, but I could see somebody getting into it. But the problem is or the challenge is, you know, there's the, not everybody can make it at that level and it's really difficult and you have to navigate and guys, this is like the conversation we had about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is a baddie. She's a fucking baddie Yes, and she takes control over herself and her image and her, every detail of her tour and every detail of her album and she took her power back when the record company tried to fuck her and I applaud her for all of that. However, Did she, like, come out of nowhere, like, you know, Silver Springs, Oklahoma, from some cardboard shack and, you know, make it this big? No, she didn't. She had some help along the way. What that is, I don't know, but I can only imagine, coming from an affluent family with prominent parents, that they made sure that she had the most opportunity, and then Mm -hmm. she went and ran with it. Her talent took her the rest of the way. Oh, yeah. But that's what happened too i'm sure with you know a lot of these bands and i'm sure there's the occasional organic breakthrough story there's lots of them you know widespread panic mm-hmm. fish you think anybody think was looking for a fish album no one was looking for a fish <laughs> album you listen to some early fish or some early widespread or dead or i don't know about dave matthews but any of those other bands it's terrible it's terrible
4: yeah well those are more about the communities too that kind of grow around the bands that's and then- right Travel around, and, and it becomes more about, oh, hey, I saw Brian, you know, and hey, you live in Texas, and I yeah. live in Georgia, whatever, and we see each other, and we meet up
0: yeah, 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 at yeah. the show. That's right. The, yeah, the communities take them to the next level, mm-hmm. and those communities are r- super organic, yes. right? People talking to other people, sharing like-minded ideas and like-minded musicians and sharing all this drugs. other stuff oh yeah, for sure. And I I do think that drugs is such a big part of that story. Like when you watch that Grateful Dead documentary on Amazon Prime, it is a beautifully orchestrated documentary. And part of why I think it's beautiful is they focus on the things that were really important in that story, which is drugs and community. Mm -hmm. Because those are the two things that made the Grateful Dead, the Grateful Dead. And they didn't shy away from sharing that the Grateful Dead, Jerry Garcia really being the ringleader, and uh, Mickey Rourke, or whatever his name is, Mickey Hart. Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Absolutely demanding that there be copious amounts of drugs around at all times.
4: Yeah, well, that's when the drugs were really kind of forming into society, too. Yeah. You know? I mean, can you imagine being at the beginning of the LSD
0: movement? I can't. (laughs) You know, like... I, I read this. new I read this in a book you know this electric Kool-Aid acid test oh, yeah okay so for those of you that don't know or don't care the Grateful Dead San Francisco band uh Haight-Ashbury is becoming this like mecca for quote-unquote hippies Kids that are basically disenchanted with the war efforts, disenchanted with the government, disenchanted with college, disenchanted with everything, being under their parents' thumb. The man. The man, man. And they have this idealistic view like most young people do, idealistic view that we can just go somewhere else, live the way that we want to. Everything's all about love and all that other stuff. Now, reality will hit you in the face eventually. It's those same people that were in Haight-Ashbury that are currently destroying the earth, but that's okay. It becomes <laughs> about money at some point, right? The yuppies then become billionaires, then they just kill us all with their AI, with their chat chatty GPT. <laughs> but anyway, so the Grateful Dead has a house in the center of Haight-Ashbury, and they start... Uh, they're they're really the like the mut- nucleus, yeah. The soundtrack to this, right? Mm-hmm. What's going on? They would cut, shut down the street and have street parties, and the Grateful Dead would play for hours and hours and hours, noodling around in the most terrible ways. But people were all fucked up, so they didn't care, and they were having fun and having sex and go, running around topless and all this other stuff. So when LSD started being manufactured by Kin Kesey and some of these other people, uh, and Timothy o- Timothy Leary and all this other stuff, when when that started hitting this, this subculture that was going on in San Francisco, they were doing they had they held a series of parties where the Grateful Dead really started to take hold, and that was called the Electric Kool Aid Acid Test. Mm-hmm. And these were parties where the Grateful Dead would or or and other musicians would get up and play for days because what they would do is they would take Kool Aid, dump a bunch of liquid pure liquid LSD in it, and then everyone would just go out of their minds for days. And the Grateful Dead would get up and play for a couple hours, and then they would take a break and take some more yeah, acid. And...
4: Different people would step in, and yeah, it was just a big, huge party. It
0: was a huge party. There's video of this, if you can find it online. There are many stories to be told. You can There's a lot of information about this. It's well documented. But what the part that gets me every time that I think about the electric Kool-Aid acid test is that a normal hit of blotter acid paper, <laughs> and I don't know the actual numbers. I'm just saying, this is just for storytelling purposes. Let's say it's one microgram per hit, per little tiny square. square of LSD. Yeah. <clears throat> what and that is, is how they make those pieces of paper? It's blotter paper and they just take a dropper and they put it on all of the on all the little squares. The Grateful Dead. So if that's 1 microgram, if you were to take 2 hits, 2 micrograms, you would be good for 8 to 12 hours and you would be in outer space. If you took 3 or 4 you would be in a different universe yeah. if you took more than that. There's no telling what could happen. I can't even imagine the state of mind That's that you would be. That's where
4: the music in. came from, man.
0: These guys were taking a hundred <laughs> micrograms at a time. I know
4: why not. They didn't know.
0: They didn't know. They were. Yeah, they were. It's a,
4: it was a test. When I, I have my test kitchen. Where I test new recipes.
0: Oh, yes, she does. But
4: I. But they were having a test uh, of, of drug testing. Chrissy's
0: like, <laughs> a little bit of dibbity-dabs, a little bit of crystal methies, a little bit of sneaky smokies, some mushrooms, Brian-ass. Jeff, the pork is ready. <laughs> it's pink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pink, but it's also got a lot of liquid LSD in it. So any f- foul effects you feel. <laughs> would be mitigated by the fact that you won't be able to see in front of your own eyeballs. <laughs> or eat it. Yeah. <laughs> just lick it. <laughs> just lick it. Uh, so the part that just crazes me every time I read it, I've taken the first time I took LSD. I took four or, or maybe five hits. I took a strip because I didn't know and you no know. one told me. And it wasn't until hours later that I realized just how twisted up I was. (laughs) Hours
4: later uh, in your Dick Tracy
0: closet. (laughs) In my Dick Tracy closet.
4: It's going to be worth millions. (laughs) Uh,
3: Hi, Dick Tracy. It's me, Brian. Madonna, shut up. I'm talking to
0: Dick. Hey, Dick. (laughs) Uh, I think Brian's in the closet again talking to Dick. My mom probably thought I was masturbating. He's talking to his dick. <laughs> He's in the closet talking to his dick. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> Remember that guy? Yeah. Leave Britney alone. So anyway, these this is just like a balls that this is happening. But these communities, these bands, I think drugs is a big part of that story. Sure. Because when you're getting fucked up with people. One of two things is happening. Either people are taking care of you because you're so twisted, (laughs) and they will take care of you. They will. They will. Uh, And or you're making deep connections in a different, like a different part of your mind that's very rarely used. Yes. And so all you have to do is look at Woodstock to point to this. And I know that that's a happy-go-lucky story that's told a lot, the Woodstock story that is not as pretty as everyone likes to tell it, but Mm -hmm. the truth is uh half a million people what it was it like half a million people that showed up or something i don't know though i don't know the real number a lot of people showed up and they all took care of each other for three days when there was no food no water water yeah brown acid was bad (laughs) (laughs) don't eat the brown acid my favorite part of the woodstock movie (laughs) hey brothers and sisters glad we're all having a good time boogieing down listen just got a note from the medical tent Do not eat the brown acid. The brown acid is bad, brothers. (laughs) And then you watch everybody in the crowd go.
4: Oh Oh, shit! I just I ate ate the brown acid. (laughs) (laughs) Ah!
0: (laughs) If I was there, I just like run immediately into the water. (laughs)
4: Ah! There was nowhere to go. You were out in the field.
0: You're out in the field, New York. I'll, I'll never forget. So I'm like super young, probably 12 or 13 years old. And uh, maybe, yeah, 12, 13, 11, something like that. And I just had moved here. I had one friend. It wasn't even really a friend. It was just a kid that my mom, like, talked to the other mom. This is the one year I went to public school. And so one day the mom calls my mom and says, I'm going to Whitewater, the local.
4: Oh, Whitewater. Yeah,
0: the local Mm -hmm. big you know, it's water the water park. park
4: that's owned by Six Flags. Yeah. So it's like, a you know, it's Six huge. Flags but with water. Yeah. yeah, and
0: it's huge. They have a bunch of rides. It's, it's famous, at least down here in the southeast. So we go to Whitewater for the day, <laughs> and then we go back to this kid's house waiting for my mom to pick us up. And it was going to be a couple hours later. So we're all sun fried. We've been swimming all day. And <clears throat> the mom says, sit down. I'll make you some snacks, And you got and I'll put in a movie for you. You know what she puts in? Fucking Woodstock the movie This lady is an old hippie And then in the middle of the movie She presses pause to show us Where she is She had oh, been to Woodstock wow. And it's her topless in the water <laughs> And I'll never forget Looking at her and then looking at the screen And then looking at her again And going those are her tits uh-huh. <laughs> I was, I oh, was like, yeah. my, like, like Holding my boner <laughs> down I was like Oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, what was that I your, got a brother. What was your friend doing?
0: Was he like, oh, mom? I don't even remember, to be honest with you. It was so long ago. Probably, he's probably mortified. Shut. Yeah, it's going to be like when I sit down and go,
3: "Yeah, let me show you the commercial break." <laughs> Come on, I'll, kids, sit I'll around. Fix you
0: some snacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> press play. I'll fix you some snacks. You listen to the time. Daddy did six, eight balls of cocaine and had sex with a couple strippers. <laughs> How embarrassing! is Hey everybody, it's your favorite part of the show where I pine for more of your attention. First way you can help fill this hole in my soul, go to Apple and leave us a positive review. It takes two seconds out of your day and it really does help grow the show. But there's no quid pro quo here. You don't have to give us anything to get something for free. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the contact us button, and send us your physical address. We'll send you a 21 EPM sticker directly to your locale. You can also go to youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited episodes, the same day they air here on the audio feed 855-TCB-8383 is where you go to drop us a text message questions comments concerns content ideas we take them all at 1-855-TCB-8383 add the commercial break on instagram if you're into that kind of thing and tcb podcast on tiktok it's what i hear the kids are doing it's all the rage one last thing if you could if you will if you would visit our sponsors websites buy their products if you're in the market for them and always use our Specialized URLs or codes when and if you can. They pay our bills, and who knows, you may be the reason we have electricity in the studio tomorrow, and I thank you ahead of time for that kind gesture. Let's listen to those sponsors for a few minutes, and then we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. Hey, TCB Universe, I wanted to let you know that Hatch sponsors this episode. You know I have 12 to 15 children. It seems like there's a new one every single year. And there's two words that fill me with more dread than any other. Sleep, training. We've learned a few things about putting a child to bed, and we've learned that routine is most important. But even with a great routine, sometimes you need a little help, and that's why Astrid and I use Hatch. The new and improved second-generation Hatch Rest makes sleep better and more magical for the entire family. This all-in-one Hatch Rest is a smart sleep device with a sound machine and nightlight that grows with your child. Even the youngest of our brood is getting a hatch as part of their bedtime routine. Babies love the continuous sound of white noise and lullabies for soothing and comfortable sleep environment. And toddlers and big kids sleep independently with colors and sound cues. We've been using Hatch and their easy-to-use application to change bedtime from a nightmare to a good night. And right now, Hatch is offering up to 15% off of your purchase of a Hatch Rest and free shipping at hatch.co.com slash tcb that's hatch.co slash tcb so if you're ready for improved sleep with your children and yourself go to hatch.co slash tcb to get up to 15 percent off and free shipping one more time that's hatch.co slash tcb this is a product that we use we're falling in love with it and the kids know it's time to go night night when they see the night light of hatch thanks hatch for becoming a sponsor of the commercial break So the last two episodes, we've been digging into the Teresa Caputo origin story. And I say origin story. I don't even know. I think it's just her just bullshit. I don't even
4: know what we've learned.
0: I don't care because that's all bullshit. Yeah. So I yes. don't. Yeah. We learned that she had she found out at three years old that she had this and she remembers being three years old and talking to ghosts in her room or seeing ghosts in her room or whatever. We also learned that she doesn't see ghosts, but she does see ghosts. She doesn't talk to them, but she does. She doesn't get signals from them, but she will. She doesn't tell people what to do when the ghosts tell her what to tell them, but she does. (laughs) She's just full of shit. This lady is just so full of shit. She also didn't actually decide to become a medium, quote unquote, until she unblocked it at late in her 20s Uh, yeah which means
4: she had children that's right and wanted to get out of the
0: house yeah after she had children and her husband wasn't making any money she decided i gotta do something don't blame her for that you know and listen five dollar psychic readings okay all in good fun you know what i'm saying uh who's that lady on tv like uh miss cleo yeah miss cleo okay i get it if you're calling up miss cleo you either really believe in this stuff or you're just hanging on by a thread and you need someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. But telling people that you see and talk to their loved one, their dead loved ones, and that they're giving messages through there is, to me, an extraordinarily painful thing to do to people. And it's not true. How do I know it's not true? Because she is doing a time-tested, age-old, gypsy uh carnival it's a gypsy carnival type yep. parlor trick, which is called a cold reading. You ask extraordinarily generalized questions like do does anybody in the audience has anybody in the audience ever owned a watch <laughs> and then of course, half the people, all the people raise their hand and then she goes, Whose uncle had a watch and then <laughs> ten people raise their hands and then she goes, Whose uncle had brown hair because he's you know. He's farting on me, and that's a sign he had brown hair, whatever (laughs) Teresa's bullshit is. And then two people raise their hand, and that's how she starts to narrow Narrow. in. And then she just reads their faces. We've done this a million times, ten times on the commercial break. We watch these cold readings with Teresa, and she gets it wrong more than she gets it right. But she engages in laughter, in comedy, in self-deprecation, and in misdirection to smooth over the wrongness
4: and she looks like a carnival <clears throat> character herself i mean she's a totally insane she doesn't look person. like a very professional no. like oh buttoned up business person no doing not business. at
0: all yeah <laughs> dude she's not a yeah, that's right <laughs> she's she doesn't got crazy look crazy
4: hair dark tan long curled nails tons of rings
0: if yeah. you met this lady at a bar yeah <laughs> you wouldn't trust a fucking word she said right. you'd be like this lady's a looney tune and she calls herself an empath but she's far from empathetic in my opinion But that's just my personal opinion. You can disagree with me, and that's okay. We don't have to agree on everything. But we were into her origin story. We decided to go three for three on this. We're going to see it all the way through. Chrissy, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. Let's finish this up so we can move on to other things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm just kidding. I actually have a lot of fun with that. And we have Barbara Corcoran. A very respectable businesswoman, by the way. Barbara Corcoran. And she seems like she's
4: trying to call her out.
0: She keeps on telling Teresa. uh, uh, She says, your wig looks great. (laughs) And Teresa (laughs) keeps saying, I'm not wearing a wig. And she's like, well, it looks like you're wearing a wig. (laughs) So I imagine that Barbara is doing this. Because that's what celebrities do—they glad hand each other. Uh, so Barbara is trying to pull some audience members away, uh, you know, from Teresa into the Barbara Corcoran world. But at the end of the day, I don't think that Barbara Corcoran likes no. Teresa. I think this—I think she's doing this <laughs> under duress. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's 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 let uh, listen to some more of this origin story. Barbara Corcoran doing the interview with Teresa Caputo. Oh, the office uh, for your show. Oh, let me back that up. A second. I don't know why,
4: too, that Barbara's talking so low. And then all well, of a sudden it like booms out with Teresa's voice.
0: Here's the, here's the problem. If, if you didn't see the first of the three episodes that we're doing here, th- this is a video of them doing a podcast in a room with, at a child's desk. <laughs> yes. They are literally sitting almost on the floor. They're sitting in tiny children's chairs with a tiny table that's low to the ground. What I think is going on here is that the microphones are actually not connected to the audio. We're just picking up on the microphone in the video camera. So that's why it sounds so far away. And I've I've actually raised the volume to try and smooth that over a little bit. Do you
5: remember you were in my office uh, for your show? And you were uh, feeling the spirit of both my mother and father here. I remember much of the detail of that afternoon Mm -hmm. that we spent. But what was so shocking to me, I remember, is that you ended by saying that there had been a tree planted uh, and my mother was so happy about the tree. Uh, You floored me uh, knowing that after my mother passed from Alzheimer's, she was six so long, that uh, there was a, and you said a red tree, which was a Japanese maple, which is Mm -hmm. red, you didn't name Japanese maple, but you went far enough. Uh, that you were able to uh, tell. Aren't
0: all trees eventually red when they turn colors? <laughs> I mean, is yeah, that what really time of the year? Yeah, was what it? time of the year was it? <laughs> Fall. Yeah. See, see, it's all so sneaky, but it's not really. Like, you, also,
4: a tree planted in memory of somebody
0: is pretty common. It's a pretty common thing to do. Detail.
4: Mm-hmm. It was spellbinding.
5: Uh, how are you able to get not just the, the spirit that's relaying messages to their loved ones, but how are you able to collect that kind of detail? That in mm-hmm. my mind,
0: it's a great question, Barbara.
2: Mm-hmm. it's so much credibility to to everything else you were saying because that's one of my requirements for spirit.
3: I learned. <laughs> that- oh, you got an agreement <laughs> with spirit now, Theresa.
0: You are so full of
4: shit.
0: <laughs> By the way... I
4: got some requirements here.
0: I got some requirements. (laughs) Let me tell you what they are. First of all, don't touch my hair. Second of all, you can only be in a positive mood. Second of all, third of all, I, I want you to spell out in detail exactly which kind of tree your mother planted. It's This is like... You're requiring the afterlife yeah. to come through she's you in a got certain requirements. way. Look, oh, okay. She's selective. She's selective. Mm-hmm. She's put filters on what she can see and what mm-hmm. she can't see. Mm-hmm. Sounds perfectly legitimate yeah. to me.
2: There are a lot of common things. I'm the first one to say that what I do is crazy. Anyone can say what spirit has me say. And there are common burdens and guilt that we carry, common ways people die. Um
4: Exactly, Exactly. there's common Common ways ways
0: people die. And
4: common things that That a lot of people have in common.
0: Grief is common amongst all of us. We all operate kind of under the same MO. And the part that drives me fucking crazy is that Teresa is... What she just said, you just heard her say it. I'm the first one to admit what I do looks crazy. Because she is disarming you. She is saying, oh, I know it sounds crazy, but it's true, right? She is telling you that it all... this is. She's such a con artist. She's such a fucking con artist. Drives me crazy.
2: Healing message that they have me deliver. They have to validate it with something unique
0: to the person that
2: they're speaking to, so that the person you're speaking to or relaying the message to believes right. me you.
5: Right. So important. See, it's now at I'm, I'm, that I'm point not, I was like, I had one eye in and one eye out. Sure. So I'm a cynic. Of course. Uh, after that,
2: you had me all in. Of course. Yeah. And I and, and I learned to so for that.
5: Of
0: course. Of course. Of course, of course you're going to question me before you meet me. I'm just a lady with a micro with a headset in my hair. <laughs> Waiting for my producer to tell me what they found on Facebook.
5: If I could interrupt you a moment. You ask for that from the spirit, like prove to me you're the right spirit. You're really her deceased husband by giving. Oh,
0: sorry. And when is she and then negotiating then- with spirit. Well, she negotiates on the off hours. Yeah. Don't do that on my time. I am I showed up to your show. I, I don't want you negotiating with Spirit. I'd like to see how these conversations go down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to be Teresa for one day. I'd just like to see how she goes to sleep at night knowing that she's just full of fucking shit.
4: I know. She probably It just came to me. She probably, you know, was able to kind of hit on some things and then just took it from there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can make a business out of this. Well, yeah. And if I just do this and ask these questions. Well, she and... said that
0: her that she comes from a long line of people uh-huh. who are, quote-unquote, in touch with spirit. Yeah. My guess is that means she's in a long line of people <laughs> who have been doing this parlor trick forever, yes. right? Maybe she's the first one to be a billionaire out of it, but, you know, yeah. this has been happening for a long time.
5: ...that spirit thing, remind her that a tree was planted.
2: Well, for instance, spirit knows... When I give a speech or when I do my little mental preparation, they know when I'm ready to communicate. My rules are: I need to feel the bonds and relationship that they shared with the person. I need to know how they died. And you ask the uh, the person who has not. You ask the person no, I'm, who's still alive. This, this, oh, no, asking, this, I'm, this, is, I'm not speaking this. And this is all in my head. Oh, this is all in.
3: <laughs> Teresa, it's me, Mr. Spirit. What? You're not ready? What? You think I have all day to sit around and wait for you to negotiate terms of a contract? I've got something to say to you, Teresa. I'm going to go piggy front someone else. Get back to me later. You know my number. Text me when you're ready. (laughs) O M W (laughs) Teresa O M W.
2: My preparation of when I when I read somebody. I see nobody. Well, you know you had the experience. You didn't ask me anything. No, I didn't. Right? But you sure told me a lot. Your loved ones told you. Yes, well said. But it, it seemed to have such credibility because of the amount of detail you gave. Correct, but that's what they have to do. So, with every healing message, they
4: have to
0: validate it with some. You don't think somewhere in Barbara Corcoran's? I was Facebook, Instagram. Thing.
4: She's a public figure. Hundred
0: and eighty thousand appearances on yeah. Shark Tank, speeches, conversations with CNBC and MSNBC, whoever that she has not ever said. When my parents died, I planted a tree on their behalf.
2: Yeah. It's so unique that there's no way I would know about, could find out about it. Sometimes, so, because this is what's happening. I'm on the cusp now of trying to do an interview with you, right? And trying to block out things that I sense and feel. Because this is also what happens. I walk into a room and immediately, spirit either starts coming or people know who I am and they start asking their loved ones oh this is an opportunity please step forward mm-hmm. so when you were sharing the, the story to me before about um you know uh seeing the tree planted i kept seeing uh, a, qu- a quarter oh. that's my
4: <laughs> a quarter
0: i just googled barbara corcoran plants tree for dead mother and the first thing that came up was a tribute page on a website called Tribute Archive. Oh, my God. Where it tells you that when her mother died and that Barbara planted a tree for her. Oh my hmm. God. How suspicious.
2: Mm-hmm. Before where someone carries something of their departed loved ones with them. Maybe it's a quarter. Maybe it's a key. It's something that their loved one carried or they carry in memory of them. A lot of times it is.
3: I'm carrying my grandfather's dead <laughs> fingers. <laughs> I've got them in a mason jar. I am carrying milk and cereal from the last bath my loved one took.
2: Or someone did have a coin collection, or they quarters in memory of their departed loved one. But there is that male what? thing. Quarters. What, what, what?
0: Quarters? <laughs> quarters. Is that like something you put nickels on somebody's eye, like double nickels or whatever? I think it's nickels and not quarters. Why would I carry a quarter around that when one of my... <laughs> People owned. I put that in a vending machine the first chance I got. You know what I'm saying? I'd throw it in my coin jar or something. Yes. I wouldn't carry that around. That's ridiculous. I'd carry the most common thing in the world. Uh, let's let's think. I carry a bottle of water around in my de- my uh, deceased loved one's uh, memory. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
4: Well, she said too. She said a lot of times it's jewelry, which is correct. Like oh, that is a very common thing. A Do you have necklace. jewelry from your mother? A necklace, yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. so it's pretty common, exactly. right?
0: Yeah, and my grandfather had a coin collection, and he left us the coins, and you know, there's other stuff that the people in my life who have passed away, right. I have some memento from them. Yeah. I don't carry it around with me every day, but it's somewhere, <laughs> and if someone asked me the question, have you have you ever had anything of value from your de- the, your de- dearly but departed loved one? I'd be like, yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, what is it? You know, coins? <laughs> Sure, Teresa. What kind of coins? Which exact coin? What year was it processed? What does it look like? What's on the coin? Like, if you can answer those questions, but she can't answer those Mm -hmm. questions. Because that's not the contract she made with the spirit.
3: (laughs) I'm just waiting for my attorney to review (laughs) the agreement, uh, Teresa. I'll get back to you (laughs) ASAP. Because I've got all the time in the world. Actually, I've got all the time in the netherworld. That
2: father figure, so whether if it's a grandfather, someone's father could be an uncle that was like a father to them. The laboring of the, of the chest is my symbol for that they pass from something of the heart, lungs, or chest, and then there is also something about change. I don't know.
0: So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I come up with this bullshit. I, I just do... I, I, <laughs> I literally wake up in the morning and I go, "Wow, I got more bullshit."
4: I thought you said too that something to do with the with her heart and lungs was that somebody had drowned. Like she just just says different she says things.
0: I fill up with fluid when yeah. fill up with fluid. Well, though, as I'm talking I think to your you, your fucking brain is full of fluid.
2: That's what I see. I see flashes of things, and I just sense and then feel other things. There was also I some, thought
0: you said you don't see anything. <laughs> In the last episode, she claimed she does not see dead people. She does not see ghosts. She doesn't see anything. She just feels it. Well,
4: also, she's being very general. I see flashes and, yep. then, this and, that, and then she quickly changes the subject. Now, okay, over yeah. here. Now,
0: over here, look. Yep. I, see a, I see a dismembered penis <laughs> floating around in a jar of milk and cereal. It tells me that he was a TikTok fan. <laughs>
2: that passed from something of a stomach issue or something that might be me or something
4: with stomach. the stomach I hope i'm not gonna kick the bucket <laughs> <stomach. Barbara. laughs> that might be me that might be me I have an upset stomach. yeah what if
3: barbara just fell over right there <laughs> then i might go yeah i'm deleting all episodes with Teresa <laughs> exactly. caputo
0: yeah, yeah. By the way, this is her producer signaling her that he's found something about somebody in the room uh-huh. and a stomach. Yeah, a
3: stomach. No,
2: my aunt just asked me that on the way over here. I'm like, they're not coming for me. Are they, Teresa? I'm like, no, aunt, they're not. She's like, well, I like, am 90. You'd be a
5: spooky person I- like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, I just got a phone call from the other spirits. We are not in agreement with your agreement. And by the way, every time you laugh, a spirit dies. It's a double death, Teresa. Stop with that tackling.
2: <laughs> For a casual dinner, Frank. Did you give exactly. any advice? No. That's I bet- why I have no friends. They're all <laughs> dead, Barbara. Wait a second. I'm sorry. Right. Just- Is it my hair?
3: No, your hair's perfect.
2: Uh, I'm sweating. Yeah, yeah. Keeping... I bet I'd be sweating yeah, too exactly. if I had to answer
0: all my bullshit. And by the way, what a poorly edited video! They've got producers running in and fixing hair. Look how
4: hair tall and... he is. I know because they're seriously on look at his low knees. Chair.
0: Yes, you you have to see this. YouTube.com slash the commercial break. You have to see that they are actually sitting in children's chairs because there's a man that just ran in to fix Teresa's microphone, and the table is at his shins. It's a it's a one foot table. No wonder she's sweating. She hasn't sat in a table like that since she was in third grade.
2: Oh, my not God. not be problematic. <laughs> do you want to run your fingers through my no, hair, Barbara, to prove that it is not a wig? I want I that on camera. So like, of you.
1: I do. Yeah. I love
2: right.
5: the fact.
0: Barbara goes, no, I just want to get done with this interview. <laughs>
2: <laughs> People think that I wear a wig.
0: Sorry. Uh, back.
5: We're okay. Yeah. Teresa, how do you get alone time? How do you find peace? How do you click off? And just honestly the agreement. have a normal...
3: <laughs> she literally tells us when we can contact her. In the agreement, it says 9 to 5, Monday through Thursday. Those aren't bankers' hours. What are we doing? I got shit to say. You don't think I want to talk to people? I've been dead. I'm dead. I cannot communicate unless I use this dumb bitch. It sucks. Mr. Spirit, out. <laughs> See of
2: any a normalcy of any kind. In I'm just starting to learn that. How do you do that? I started by Starting to really take care of myself It's a it's a hard thing because I think we look at things as a selfishness We're being selfish or self self-absorbed, right? Mm. And I, I've learned that I deserve quiet time. I deserve peace Um, And I think spirit also realizes that also, because along with everything, because I'm always channeling, whether I'm filming for Long Island Medium or doing a live show, I'm always channeling. I'm always exhausted. exhausted. Whenever I'm making money,
4: it's open for business.
0: Whenever I'm making millions (laughs) of dollars, I I, I say it's selfish of me, but I just have to learn to have some (laughs) quiet time. And that's why I only stay at Ritz-Carlton's. She does, by the way, uh-huh. only stay at Ritz Carlton's. That's the word on the street. She has two assistants and they're the only people that can touch her clothing or her hair. Well, of course. I mean,
4: you've gotta have one person that's doing your hair strictly.
0: Yeah, strictly, because you're putting headphones in. Yes. And so you to talk to your producers. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exhausting. And it's interesting on how over the years Spirit has learned how to kind of step aside a little bit because they are not you, needed it yourself. I need it. So you dictated that with
4: your own thought. <laughs> I I, I, I needed
3: that. that. I needed. What
4: if it. Just said You dictated
0: that. You <laughs> <He> dictated that. <laughs> yeah. What does she tell her dead dad? She can't can't come around anymore. <laughs> dad, I'm sick of you. Shut up for a second.
3: Uh uh. I'm a dentist. I told you not to get involved in this shit. Now what are you gonna do? Now your TV show is canceled. Your husband's left you. What are you gonna do? I saw
2: it and realized that I it was becoming very taxing on. I make what I do look very easy. It's the hardest thing that I have
0: to do. Oh, don't pat yourself on the back, Teresa. What humility.
2: To feel someone's emotions, a pain, a sorrow, a loss, and a grief, and then in the next moment have me do something to give them the gift of laughter. That is one thing, another thing that I require them to do. Because that is the best medicine for the soul. You mean you require that the spirit give you something yes. funny to get their loved ones?
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I just wish I could go to a Teresa Caputo show. Just know, have one of these buttons.
4: I think we're bad. We're- We're definitely banned. Oh, we are
0: never getting into a Teresa Caputo show. And as much as I'd like to think that we could get somebody else in there, Mm -hmm. I think these producers are probably well-versed at all the tricks of the trade at this point on who's coming in and who's coming out. When you sign up to go to a Teresa Caputo show and you buy tickets, you can be Almost assured that they are doing a background check on you, at least a cursory one, right? To see if you've ever talked about her, posted content about her, whatever.
2: Mm -hmm. Laughing about. Or just a smile. Yeah, of course. It's it's, it's the greatest gift.
5: But then how do you really chill out? In other words, what would be, give me a picture
2: of how you chill out. You have a whole afternoon where you don't have any spirits visiting. Sometimes I'll just sit and I'll just like binge watch like friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not on the couch next to you.
3: No, oh. Ross and Rachel, break up, Teresa. <laughs> Can we talk now? Uh, info for you, Teresa, <laughs> while you're binge-watching Friends for the first time. Friends reunion sucks. It did
0: suck. I mean, it just, did suck. Yeah. I mean, it was like a walk down yeah. memory lane, yeah. but who cares? Yeah, I'm just yeah. yeah. Oh, what is she doing? She's drinking water through a straw? Yeah. is, that, is Do people do that? She does. That's weird.
4: <laughs> that's why we can edit. Thank God. See that? Um,
0: yeah, that's why you can edit, but you didn't.
4: I know. We're you know, to kind of roll I, just,
0: I know. I need to text to Barbara. And, uh, if I had her phone number, I need to text <laughs> Barbara and say, I can help with this. <laughs> but put me in touch with Teresa, and I can help you with your editing. <laughs> yes.
2: I'm just, just sitting, you know... I'll just literally go in my bed and just lay down and just close my eyes for five, not take a nap, but just kind of, you know, think about things that I want to accomplish or uh, just kind of let go of anything, any type of stresses, even if it's just like the two or three minutes. And you just taught yourself that. I taught myself right. recently. And what caused that to happen? Why uh, that life change? It's a big one. Because it's important. I, I realized that it's important. You know, after uh, losing my grandparents, um, my grandmother was just gone 10 years, my grandfather 5. My life was so busy and hectic and crazy. Um, and realizing with me being away, how important, you know, family is and how important Barbara's I
0: can
4: not like can't be,
3: Yeah, Barbara's shuffling papers <laughs> she's because jealous.
0: she's as bored as we are. Because the truth is, no one cares. Yeah. All right, I think that's about as much as wow. I can take yeah, we of bin, Miss we Teresa, Caputo. T-
4: Teresa Caputo. We
0: binged it. We went there. We saw it. We bought the plane tickets. Yeah. I got the T-shirt. I'm done with it. Next time we see Teresa, it's going to be in her natural environment, cold reading somebody. So, but we'll give it a little breath I because pictured, three episodes in a row. I just was
4: trying to picture two Teresa like coming out of a pool, like with the hair down, down, like down. yeah. Oh, it's a. the whole thing yeah I
0: wonder if anybody has any pictures of her with her hair undone I mean I think she's got some videos like Instagram videos where her hair is not done up like that oh okay Um, well yeah
4: because she doesn't have headphones in that's true she doesn't have
0: invisible ear ultimate ears in that's right (laughs) speaking of ultimate ears I'm going to get some of those Mm -hmm. we'll talk about that later Uh, so I don't want to ruin what little hearing I have left (laughs) I'm just blowing out with these damn cans All right, listen Uh, I don't know what else to say. Buy Brian's cream and and cereal (laughs) bathtub mixture at tcbpodcast.com. You can also get your free 21 EPM sticker. We're sending them out to you via the web for free. Go to tcbpodcast.com. Hit the contact us button. Send us your address. You can also listen to all the audio and watch all the video right there, our entire catalog, or hit us up on Apple, any of the major podcast players. You're already listening, so you already know that. (laughs) <laughs> what, I, what I would like is if you left us a review or a rating on your favorite podcast player, preferably Apple or Spotify, but whatever you're listening to, it doesn't matter. Just go ahead and hit that little button, give us a little love, a little currency, and we certainly would appreciate it. Gets the show out to more people, makes us more discoverable. You know how it goes. Also, at the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast Podcast. Podcast. TCB podcast on <laughs> TikTok. And we would love it if you would go to youtube.com slash break like and subscribe. Leave a comment on your favorite video, full episodes the same day they are here on the audio feed. It's awesome. You'll love it. I promise you. Go watch those videos. 855-TCB-8383. tcb 8383 Toll free from anywhere in the world. Comments, questions, concerns content ideas we're taking them all never spam we'll always respond we love you we want to hear from you tell us your stories ask a question you know what to do you know what to do <laughs> all right chrissy i guess that's all i can do for today i
4: think so so
0: i will tell you that i love you i love you i will tell you best to you and best to you best and I friend will say best to you out there in the podcast <laughs> universe until next time chrissy and i always say we do say and we must say goodbye
3: bye